Are you looking for the spot to kick back, relax, and talk all things Southern Miss? Well, you're in the right place. No need for the calculator here, Poindexter. We're average Joes who are passionate fans. This is for Southern Miss fans by Southern Miss fans. Welcome to the Everyday Eagles Podcast. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Everyday Eagles Podcast. We have got a special treat in store for y'all tonight, but first I got to bring on that lovable teddy bear. I have not called him teddy bear in a long time, so I'm going to call him that tonight. That lovable teddy bear, Mr. Lane Brady. What's up, Lane? I thought we had a discussion about the teddy bear. <laughs> I felt like the, our new for our new old friends needed to know that you were a lovable teddy bear. Yeah. We, uh, so for those who don't know, Chuck called me a teddy bear like, uh, I don't know, two months ago. And I mercilessly yeah, I ragged him for a week till he finally he did. never did it again. So I'm pretty sure um, I was high on Nyquil or something when it happened. Yeah, I don't it was know bad. It was weird. It yeah, out. it was not our best moment. But uh, right. Yeah, how's your week going, Chuck? It's going good, man. It's going good. It's been busy. I heard y'all won uh your homecoming game, so congrats, Taylorsville. Man, yeah, yeah, it was a good win. So good. yeah, it was a drubbing, right? I mean, it was a pretty strong statement. Yeah, yeah. We uh we jumped on them pretty quick. So Good. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Lane, we had the opportunity uh, a couple of days ago to go on a podcast called Troy Boys and talk about one of our favorite topics. So we extended the invite to have the Troy Boys come on over to Everyday Eagle. So uh, welcome, guys. What's up? Hey, how we doing tonight? How's it going? Man, happy to be here. Yeah. Listeners, we brought in the real podcasters tonight, so this is going to be great. If I, if me and Chuck can get out of the way long enough, y'all are going to have a great podcast to listen to. Right. Oh, right, my right, gosh. Right. <laughs> right. All of our subscribers are going to go to Troy Boys. Like, they're talking about Troy, but they're much better anyway. Yeah. No, <laughs> they're a lot more funny. We'll put it that way. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, uh, hey, look, let's just start with introductions. Um, Z-Bass, we'll start with you. Uh, tell us why they call you Z-Bass, and what's your uh, affiliation with Troy? Uh, well, the, the people call me Z-Bass because um, my actual name sounds like Z-Bass, but I don't want people to know my actual name because I don't <laughs> want people looking me up, truthfully. That's just a okay. really short version there. Um <laughs> My my affiliation with Troy is, is pretty simple. My father went to Troy. He did Troy online. Troy has a a vast network of online students. And so he, he attended Troy online. Um, and then I said, you know what, Let, let's just take a look at it. And I applied to oh, probably a dozen places. Southern Miss was one of the ones that I did apply to. Um, but, but Troy gave me the largest scholarship and I said, you know, let, let's go take a look at it. And Troy wound up being a, a wonderful, beautiful place that felt like home for me. So I said, you know what, let's call this place home. So I attended Troy and I uh, collected my undergraduate at Troy. And now I work right now as a teacher in Alabama. Yeah, you got to go where the money is. I understand. That's that right. Completely. Always follow follow yeah. the money. Follow the money. All right. Uh, who who wants to go next? Yeah, sure. I'll jump in. Uh, this is Joe. Um, you know, I I went to Troy as well. Um, I actually had a full ride scholarship to Alabama State. Um, and had had intended to go there. And you got a free day off of class at my high school to go visit colleges. Uh, so okay. I decided to go down to Troy. Because I had uh, some buddies that lived down near there, um, and went and parked behind the English building. Uh, and when I walked around the side of the building and saw the quad for the first time, I, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not lying to you for effect here. I, I, I cried, man. I felt like I was home for the first time. Uh, and so I, I said that day, I'm coming to Troy. Uh, I went to Troy, um, spent uh, five years there, and only came away with a bachelor's degree, which my parents weren't weren't super thrilled with. Um, but uh, <laughs> I've been a, a gigantic Troy fan uh, ever since. Uh, Birdman, what? Go ahead and tell us about your time at Troy. Joe. There must have been some really attractive women in the quad that day, huh? Well, yeah. I'm telling you, the problem is that Key, Key, Keystone Light was about seven fifty for a thirty rack back then. I think, I think that, that, that was a bigger problem, you know. Keystone Light. Just wanted well, to make uh, you totally flip your plan. Just one stroll through the it. squad. That must have been a special stroll. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, All the co-eds looked like Jamie Lee Curtis that day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
I share similar sentiments with Joe, you know, I, uh, it's this bird, by the way, I, um, bird. I, I, I went, I wanted to get out of class one day. So I took a trip on a college tour and, uh, you know, I was mostly chasing the girls that were going there. Um, but I was like, wow, you know, Troy's pretty great. Um, I didn't, I didn't know what Keystone light was at the time because Joe and I come from different, uh, errors. Uh, but, <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but I spent a year at my, um, I spent a year at my local community college, uh, Central Alabama Community College in good old uh, Childersburg, Alabama. And then, you know, I decided, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of girls to talk to there. So I went ahead and packed my stuff up and went to Troy and spent five years there as well. Um, uh, you know, so I, I, I really Troy was just, you know, like Joe said, it just felt like home to me there. Uh, you know, it was a, a pretty sizable campus, but like it wasn't like so big that you wouldn't be able to like have a group of people that you know well and ha- can hang out with. So, uh, you know, it, it wasn't like Tuscaloosa, like a big old campus that you probably would never make friends at. So, um, yeah, Troy, Troy is awesome. man. I feel like you guys share the same sentiment as us at Southern. Like we all, everybody you bring on the, on the show, we bring on the show from Southern Miss all have ties to it. Like we went to Southern Miss, we, you know, all are diehards and stuff. And it just, I don't know if, if people at Troy did this, but Southern Miss, we'd have people like randomly wear other colleges shirts and stuff. And it used to aggravate us to death. Did y'all ever have uh-huh. that? Home? Like, were y'all kind of the same way as us? Oh yeah. You I mean, see yeah. that. And it, what's, what's even worse is when you deal with their fans, you know, and, and I, I say all the time, it, you know, nothing against you can root for whatever team you want to root for. Uh, but you know, I root for Troy cause I went to Troy. And mm-hmm. you root for, and, and you wear an Alabama shirt because you went to Walmart. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> um, you know, you you bought that shirt because you wanted to, and that's cool and everything. But like, it, it just means it, to steal a phrase from the SEC. It just means more. It just um, means more when it's actually a place that you went to. You know, and and have connections there. Um, you know, I wouldn't. You know, you couldn't drag me to Bright Denny Stadium uh, with six horses. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd rather, <laughs> rather be in the vet any day of the week. So my personal favorites. Whenever I tell people I'm a Southern fan, they say, "Yeah, but who's your SEC team?" I don't have one. I don't have one. No. <laughs> yeah, you know, like uh, Southern Miss. You know, to the death. Well, so like, question. I mean, we you got a bird and you got a bass and you got a Joe. What happened, Joe? Get it. Well, somebody's well, got you know. Yeah, he's our caretaker. Yeah, yeah. I, have to carry, I have to carry bass into the stadium in a little aquarium, um, and then bird has to be on a leash thanks to some new uh, ordinances in Troy. So, so they, they need somebody to keep them together. I am not. I am not a flamingo. I am not a flamingo. <laughs> oh, smaller bird. <laughs> we aren't to the status of having alias names yet. We're not. we're not. We just say we're two big guys with beards. So that's pretty much. <laughs> and honestly, that's, people, got. that's pretty yeah. accurate, you know? Yeah. So, Well, Lane, I think you got a few questions for the fella. So why don't you kick us off, man? Absolutely. And guys, any one of y'all can answer this. All y'all can answer this. However y'all want to do it. We're just laid back tonight hanging out. Uh, mm. um, I want to know this weekend when we watch or listen or go to however these however Southern Miss fans keep up with this ball game. Who are the guys at Troy that we need to be watching for? All right. I, I'm going to take this one first because um, I'm the old man, so they let me go first usually. <laughs> um, I, I, I think you all have a really difficult job ahead of you in that um, I, there are two players you need to worry about. One is potentially Gunnar Watson. He's our starting quarterback. Um, he was injured um, during the Western Kentucky game. All signs seem to appear that he's going to play on Saturday, um, but but coaches is, is is not tipping his hand um, as well. He shouldn't because you guys uh, need to have to worry about him and Jarrett Dagger Dagey, uh, who came in at the end um, of the Western Kentucky game and absolutely sealed their fate against the Trojans uh, in front of a home crowd that was booing him uh, because he transferred from there before the season started. Um, both of the guys have different skills. Uh, Gunner's been with this program for a long time. He's got the trust of his teammates. He's the leader of the offense and the defense. Everybody believes in him. Uh, Jarrett Dagey is the active FBS leader 
in both passing yards and passing touchdowns. Uh, so he knows what he's doing. Um, and, I mean, if you go back and watch his two touchdown drives in the fourth quarter of that Western Kentucky game, uh, boy, uh, you know, last time I saw something that pretty, I married her, okay? Um, so, so, so you guys, you guys have to worry, uh, you know, you know, about both of those. Uh, and I'm not going to help alleviate your, your tension. Go ahead and prepare for both of them. Uh, and best of luck to you on that. Uh, Bass, who, who do you think they should work, watch out for? Uh, I think you got a couple of special teams guys you need to look out for. Brooks Boos, um, is a hundred percent for kicking his PATs and he is seven for eight on field goals this season. Um, so he, he's a pretty stellar leg for us. Um, as far as receiving points are concerned, and for punts, we have a stellar punter, Mike Rivers. He's punted 17, no, I'm sorry, 19 times this season for an average of 43.8 yards a punt, and seven of those have fallen in the 20-yard line. Um, he is pretty consistent for us. We can bank on a solid 40-yard punt when we need it um, from Mike Rivers. So uh, you got a couple special teams guys to look out for, and I believe Bird has a couple defensive players for you to look out for. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the biggest defensive player you guys are going to have to look out for is going to be Carlton Marshall. Uh, he is a maniac on the field. Um, he currently has 45 total tackles on the season, and uh, he has been the Sunbelt Defensive Player of the Week twice in a row uh, so far. And that was also with him missing a week due to injuries this uh, season already. Um, and he's and he's pretty close to breaking. What is it? The FBS uh, record, Seabass? Uh, darn close. He's he's at fifty something or so short. Um, I don't know the exact number right now off the top of my head, but he he's pretty gosh darn close yeah. to breaking the NCAA record for total tackles yeah. in a he career. Needs, he, he needs he needs eight tackles a game in order to break that rack that that record. Wow. Hashtag yeah. We Are Marshall. Yeah, and he uh, <laughs> and he uh, he also he's he's had one interception on the year so far. Uh, but a couple of other guys to look out for. Uh, I think his name is Craig Slocum Jr. He is a mm-hmm. safety. He has thirty-seven tackles on the year, and then Javon Solomon, who has twenty-two tackles on the year. Uh, Javon Solomon is a linebacker, and he just really knows how to get back there in the pocket and uh, and cause some chaos. So uh, those guys are definitely some ones to look out. And then you know, a special shout out to Will Cholo defensive tackle he's Cholo. Cholo he has 18 tackles on the season so far and uh one and a half sacks so we got some guys on defense who can definitely get a, get in there cause some ruckus and you know kind of kind of shake up the offensive line a little bit so I definitely uh think those guys are who y'all need to watch out for Carlton Marshall being priorities I got you from what y'all said I would imagine he easily averages eight tackles a game right like oh. that's no, I, I think he's right now nine, uh, nine a game is his current average. Yeah. Wow. So you gave us a hashtag with Marshall, but I looked on y'all's post for Troy boys and I saw one in particular that drew my eye about Dogie. Can you tell me the Dogie hashtag? Teach me how to Dogie. Oh. Or Dogie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's Dagie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who came up with that one? Uh, that would uh, not be me. So yes, yeah. So I think, it, I think I think the credit actually goes to my wife. Um, <laughs> is, is a, she's a she's a big time TikToker, and uh, middle of the fourth quarter in Bowling Green, um, she starts doing the dance, talking about you know, teach me how to daggy, teach me, teach me how to daggy. <laughs> Much to the chagrin of the 1962 national championship WKU team, who was right behind us. Uh, so, so yeah, you know, sh- sh- shout out to her. Yeah. If you ever get a chance, and I don't know if all of you went to the WKU game, but if you ever get a chance to go to WKU, don't do it. Yeah. Those yeah fans no, I'll never go again. Hey, in there, yeah, in there, done that. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty like, campus, I will, I, but I don't want to go back. So, Sorry. how bad did y'all beat them? That's what I want to know. God, what was the final score, Bath? No, I'm, I'm looking it up right now because I forgot. It's already blacked out of my mind. Dang, nabbit. It was close, wasn't it? It wasn't. It was like 34 27. Yeah, we went, we went ahead two touchdowns. They came yeah. back and scored. Um, so, And I know you guys are interested because y'all have actually never beaten Western Kentucky. So I'm glad to be able to, to tell yeah. you about that. <laughs> yeah. um, so y'all can live vicariously through us. Yeah. Um, we genuinely but, um, hate Western Kentucky. They oh, and I understand like, why. Um, hate yeah. they, like, they booed our players one time in a conference championship game. We were there. Mm-hmm. I went to that game. 
And we were uh, there too. We had players going down hurt and stuff like that, and they're booing them. And I was just like, you guys are ridiculous, man. Fight like, to the concession stand line. Like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, they were, they were, it wasn't just booing them. It was other stuff, too. Like, their fans were just, like, next level. Irritating. I don't, I don't I, really know I how can, to put it cleanly. I can, I yeah. can second y'all's emotion. They have not changed. Um, when I went up there, it was terrible. Um, one of the worst away game experiences I've ever had. But it just made it so much sweeter, you know, when they had to walk past all of us to, to get out of the stadium. Um, but they, they really are a, ter- a terrible fan base. And, and we wish them all the luck next year playing, um, you know, Jacksonville State and uh, DeVry <laughs> and everybody else is going to be left in the, in the CUSA. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Well, uh, my next question for you, uh, you know, when we went on, you got, on y'all's podcast, I told you a little bit about, like, you got a freshman quarterback. Our running back has a daddy who's famous who won me a fantasy football league, all that good stuff. Are there any cool storylines right now that you guys are looking forward to seeing in this game? You mentioned some of them already with um with Daggy and with uh and with Marshall, but are there any other like just you know, just unique storylines, things you can't wait to see this weekend? Well, I, I, for me, I, I think this is a great opportunity to welcome Southern Miss into the Sun Belt Conference. Um, this being your first Sun Belt game, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it is. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, there's no better fashion than to come into the Veterans Memorial Stadium and walk away with a loss. Um, <laughs> I think that's the best way to introduce somebody to the Sun Belt Conference. Um, and, and, you know, we call it the Fun Belt for a reason because you think you know what's going to happen and you get to the game and it's not at all what you experience, you know, you think is going to happen. And Marshall was a beautiful example of that. Um, I'm hoping and praying Southern Miss is going to be another wonderful example of that. Um, but I think on the whole, I think this is an important game for our fan base. This is an important game for our coaching staff. Um, you know, this is John Summerall's first season as a coach. And so I think that having another conference win under the belt first in the West this season, I think that'll really solidify our direction we're going as a, as a program. And I really think that this is something that we as a fan base need to see because the past, um, you know, three seasons uh, with he who must not be named um, <laughs> really did leave a, a negative and sour note on some of our fans, some of our fans' mouths. And I think that this is a wonderful opportunity for us to move in the right direction and spin that back around. That sounds a little familiar, don't it, Chuck? It sounds very familiar, eerily yeah. familiar. We love Will Hall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but- yeah. Where did John coach come from? Before. Uh, John Summerall was from, from, from yeah. the from the gates of heaven. Um, yeah, amen. But, God bless. Um, but no, he was uh, Mississippi. He was, uh, he was no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I think he uh, he's uh, was co co defensive coordinator at Kentucky linebackers coach there. Okay. Um, and uh, and had been at Troy previously. Um, under the era of, of uh, the coach before the coach we do not speak of, uh, where we had so much success. So, um, you know, John has been so popular, um, and, and I think people are really buying in. Um, his system is different for Troy. Um, Troy, you know, since I've been following Troy since 2004, um, Troy has really been an air raid squad even before that was cool. Um, and you know, John Summerall wants to do something a little bit different. And for Troy people, that's a little bit of a hard pill to swallow. The bass has been trying to spit that bait out of his mouth ever since John Summerall got to campus. <laughs> um, but, but um, you know, we people are slowly buying in because they're seeing the success. I mean, you, if you see him out there arguing with a referee or hear him at a press conference, I mean, nearly breaking into tears during his post-app state press conference. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that you just want to run through a brick wall for. Um, so, I mean, that, you talk about storylines, um, you know, him continuing to build uh, his connection with the team and his connection with the fan base. Uh, this Southern Miss game is an excellent opportunity for him to do that uh, because this is the game that our fan base is very invested in. Awesome. Okay. All right. So. uh Unfortunately, I won't be able to make the trip this weekend. We already had plans. We had a wedding we're going to. I don't know if Chuck can go or not, but any fans of Southern Miss traveling to Troy, even for other sporting events, we're going to be playing each other a lot from now on. Can you tell us a little bit about the city of Troy? (laughs) 
who wants to take that one? Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> I think we were all there in like different eras, don't y'all think? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when I was yeah when I was there, you know, there were still horse and buggies going up and down. <laughs> um, Troy, 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 Alabama is a, is a, you know the NCAA 2014 video game says it's the most charming little city in the South. Um, oh, it is man. a it is the third smallest town uh, to host a Division One A football program. Um, it is in the Wiregrass of Alabama, uh, mm-hmm. so beautiful but flat. Um, and the people in Troy are very, very friendly. Um, Troy, you know, John Summerall, our coach, said it best. When you get to Troy, Alabama, uh, there's no doubt how important football is because you look at the size of the town and then you look at the size of the stadium. Um, and it's obvious that college football, Troy University football is extremely important. So I would encourage people, make the trip to Troy. I know it's not easy. Um, you know, but, but no offense. It's not like anybody's flying direct to Hattiesburg either. Okay. So, yeah. um, you know, make, make hey, we have an airport. Up. I'm sure that you do. Um, but make, <laughs> make, make, make the drive over. Um, you're not going to be disappointed. We're 30 minutes from Montgomery. Um, there's some great places to eat. Hooks barbecue, um, is an absolute institution. Um, the front porch bar, um, is an, ex- is an experience. Um, the, the booty dome, and I'm not going to talk much more about it, but that part of the front porch is something that everybody should see at least once. Um, and and people should just go around the campus. The, the campus is be- yeah, campus is beautiful. Um, and, and go around. You're going to get invited into every tent you pass. I guarantee it. Um, and people are going to welcome you to Troy. Um, you know, in whatever they're cooking, you know, is, is yours to eat. Whatever they're drinking is yours to drink. Uh, Troy people are just so happy to have people come to our our little town, our little corner of paradise. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I, I encourage people please visit Troy. Um, I've I've visited nearly every Sun Belt town uh, since we started playing uh, three years ago when I was really able to travel, um, and and I've yet to be really disappointed. Um, so I, I encourage people to take the opportunity. Uh, Bass Bird, did I miss any anything about the the beautiful city of Troy, Alabama? <clears throat> no, it's not really. I mean, it's just it's home. You know, you, you show up and you you feel the warmth that the fans and that the city itself provides to its its uh, its patrons. Um, and it, it's it's one of those towns that you drive through, and unless you're there for a reason, you'll drive past it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's kind of like just to drive through town if you're not actually there for a reason but if you're going to troy for a reason you'll see why you're there you know what i mean it, it's hard to explain mm-hmm. to somebody unless you actually go to troy and, and see it and experience it um because a lot of what's in the town is not on the main drag you got to get off of the main drag to see what troy really is um but like joe was saying whenever you get to campus you can see that this really is a school and a community that loves its troy trojans and its football program um, loves its basketball program, loves its baseball program, softball program, volleyball program. Um, we're really supportive of all of our athletics at Troy. We're really supportive of our academics at Troy. Um, and we really do try to live the motto out as much as possible on campus. Um, educate the mind to feel the heart, heart to feel the body to act. And um, you, you just see it when you're driving to Troy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I share very similar sentiments with those guys and, um, you know, what w- really hooked me on Troy is the fact that the local publics carries Trim Tab Paradise now. Oh, Amen. Um, <laughs> Amen. There it is. There it is. Y'all there have a Publix? Go. We do have a Publix. It's oh. a recent development. Okay. <laughs> and a Panda Express. Get wrecked. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right next to the Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Well, I will definitely put that on my list of things to do here soon. Make a trip over there for a ball game. Uh, right to the Panda Express. Absolutely. You have me at Panda Express, guys. So, yeah. uh, be- beers, on, beers on me, Lane. Beers on me. Okay. Remember he said that. We got that recorded, so. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You can't backtrack on me now. Yeah. All right. So my last question, I guess, is this one. Uh, now I'm going to turn it over to Chuck here. So we're new to the Sun Belt. All right, we're getting we're just getting used to all this. I got a couple questions about the Sun Belt. We're getting used to a new conference. My first one is obviously Troy is going to be probably your number one answer. But aside from Troy, 
what are some other schools that we really need to go visit? Some unique, cool experiences. Um, definitely not Mobile. <laughs> um, been there. Take, take that. No, just take it off the list. Um, I, I think that Boone, North Carolina, is probably a fun and interesting place to go to. Um, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, is a nice hot spot to go to. You know, Southern or yeah, that's right, Southern Georgia. Um, Georgia Southern, whatever they're called. Sorry, I'm going to offend a lot of fans there saying that one. <laughs> um, Georgia Southern. It's in Statesboro, and it's kind of like Troy. It's really hard to get to. Um, it's one of those towns that if you're not looking for it, you're going to drive right by it. But when you go to Statesboro, you can feel the same passion and energy that Troy fans have for its own program. And stay, you know, their stadium is a hole in the wall. Like it's it's not to me impressive at all. But it is electric in the game itself. So I, I think that, you know, if you're looking for an off the beaten path game to go to, I think Georgia Southern is probably one that you should probably put on your list if you have the opportunity to do it. Okay. Yeah, and that that's a good one. You you can go to Savannah after the game. You know, that's always a fun trip. Um, uh, uh, you know, the kind of a bizarre take I would tell you is to go see a game at Louisiana Monroe. Um, that is the stadium that time forgot, okay? Like, their luxury boxes, I'm not messing with you, are storage units, like shipping cargo units that they cut windows out of. I mean, it is you, – you spend the whole game wondering if you've been transported into another dimension. It is wild. Monroe, Louisiana is worth the trip. They sell beer on Sundays. Um, they've got some <laughs> decent restaurants, but just to go there, watch their, 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 their student section, play their duck calls every time they do something good, which isn't very often. Um, but it's worth going to Monroe for sure. Um, it is, it's a once in a lifetime experience. Okay. Awesome. I got you. All right. Then my other question about Sunbelt here is, um, again, we're kind of new here. Who all should we hate and why South Alabama? Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> That's an easy That's target. Love there. Right here, right. I mean, what it, what is there to like about South Alabama? <laughs> I mean, the, the uh, rephrase: the only convenient thing about South Alabama is when you apply, they just mail you a degree. I mean, that, that's really the nicest part about going to South. You know, I, I walked my dog and I got a veterinary degree from South. Um, there are there are there are some positives to that, however. Um, Mobile is a dumpster fire. Um, at no point do I ever feel safe driving in and around Mobile. Um, and uh, you know, any, anybody other than than South, um, Lafayette, Louisiana Lafayette, um, they like to just call themselves Louisiana. Um, I call them Louisiana Lafayette because that's who they really are. And when you well, tell them that, they get that's upset. Their name, bro. Yeah, they get upset. Um, so Louisiana Lafayette. They're just rude people. Um, I've been to their stadium twice, and both times was a miserable experience. We won the game both times, but still, it was miserable. You know, I I was a part of Troy's band, The Sound of the South, when I was at Troy, and we pulled up in the bus one time, and we have kids flipping us off as we're driving by. And I'm just like, this (laughs) is some great A parenting. Yeah, this is is awesome. Yeah, y'all are some really classy people here um, in Lafayette. But uh, I would say that, you know, Lafayette and then South for obvious reasons. I got you. Any other teams I need to add on my hate list here? Anybody else? Uh, I really hate App State, so maybe them. Okay. App State, maybe. I hate them for different reasons. (laughs) I got you. They're also terrible. In case no one brought them up yet. I got you. Well, Chuck, that's all I had. I'm going to turn it over to you. Who's terrible? Mm. Coastal fans are, are super terrible. Oh, people. Coastal. The shant- the chandeliers. chandeliers. Yeah. Well, I'll make this quick and painful. Uh, I mean, painless. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Bass, I'm going to start with you. Uh, I listened to your show today, and if uh, Everyday Eagles, if y'all hadn't listened to it, check it out. Um, these guys do a great, great job. Uh, but 
I think it was Joe maybe that said you had a hatred for Southern Miss. So tell us why. I got a mea culpa. I got a. Go ahead, I gotta, Joe. Yeah, I got I to gotta <laughs> defend my boy Bass here. I got to defend my boy Bass here. Okay. Right? You know, I, this is not, I not think, a detective. I yeah, think it's yeah. just it's a difference in generation. You know, when I because I left uh, the state for a couple of years, I went to Colorado, um, and when I came back, uh, Bass was an undergrad and was super. You know, everybody around Troy Athletics was super excited about playing Southern Miss. Um, and that to me didn't make any sense. UAB was our conference yeah. USA foe. We right. hated UAB. Um, so, so I, when, when I got back and they were like, it's Southern Miss week, I was like, what the heck is that? Like, <laughs> you know, so, so I, I just, I just assumed that in the, in the years I was gone, you know, y'all had come over and peed in the fountain or something. Um, so no, no, he does not. He does not hate uh, Southern Miss. Okay. Um, and, you know, so so give him give him a break on that. My fault. Uh, yeah, we no no, <laughs> and we we no, would have been okay. Yeah, yeah. Hated us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, to to answer your question, yes, yeah. I am from Mississippi. I'm from the Gulf Coast. Okay. Um, and um, you know, the, like Joe was saying, when he came back, you know, he he we started to have this little series go on. You know, that kind of started in sixteen. And then we played again in 19 and then again uh-huh. last year in 21. Um, but in 2008, we played in the New Orleans Bowl, and I was actually yes. there at that game. So um, was I. Y'all took out the only five-star recruit. Yeah. Well, what's hilarious is he went to high school with me. Oh. <laughs> um, DeAndre? Yeah, Downtown, DeAndre, Brown. DeAndre Brown. Yeah, DeAndre Brown from Ocean yeah. Springs. Yeah, uh, yeah he, we, went to, we shared one year in high school. He was a senior when I was a freshman. Um, but you know, that year we were at the new Orleans bowl and it, it was a great game for a Trojan for the first half of it. You know, y'all, y'all, what was it? The fumble at the very first drive and right. we scooped it up and scored right there. It was right. In front I believe of we ran awesome. option and we pitched it right to your defender. Oh, it was yeah. excellent. It for was so second. good. It was so good. Um, anyway, and then y'all kind of pull out there at the last second. But yeah. um, you we know, bought the field goal to win it, right? Yeah. To win, yeah. Didn't yeah. it come yeah. down to yeah. a field goal? Oh, here we go. Okay. Sorry, I'm not trying to dig up. Look, okay, we, you, we were trying to be hospitable. Yeah, Blanca can't. Anyway, so so we kind of that that kind of sat as a sour taste for some years for some mm-hmm. of our fans. Um, and then we come back and we finally you know have this small series put together where we play all a little bit. So it, it was kind of a not a, a rivalry by any sense or imagine, you gotcha. know, but it was just kind of something fresh and on our toes from, from what we've done before. And you being from South Mississippi, clearly you want to be the school that was, I mean, there's a lot of Southern Miss people on the coast. I feel like, Oh yeah. It's, there's a lot of Southern Miss fans on the coast. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe will tell you whenever he was at my wedding, actually. And my father, the Troy fan was telling him to go around to everybody that went to Southern Miss and tell them that they suck. I sure did. So, <laughs> <laughs> that was a great night. Yeah. Hey, great Bird night. was also there, but he doesn't remember a lot of it, but he was there. <laughs> Bird, what were you doing? Huh? Um, I, he I fell was in the pool with my socks yeah, on. <laughs> That sounds that was, like a country yeah. song. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, stemming off what you just said, you know, we talked about this on your show a few days ago. But what are your thoughts about having Southern Miss in the Sun Belt Conference, and do you think it, that we could become potential uh, for that? You know, lack of a better word, a rivalry game. Um, I can I can take this one if you. I can yeah, start it off, guys. No, you um, go ahead, Bird. I mean, you, you know, Troy, Troy fans, the fan base. You know, kind of at the uh, beginning of the season, they kind of coined this term Delta of hate. Um, and I think it was kind of coined because Troy is so tired of, you know, they were, we're getting kind of bored beating that school down in Mobile so badly every year. Um, so if, so if we can make this Delta of hate a thing where there's a admirable respect between the two, but also like we want to like you know tear you guys Definitely. apart every, every uh-huh. season. <laughs> um, but mutually agree to beat. But mutually like, agree to beat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I think I think we're just looking for something to you know liven up the the conference a little bit. There's a lot of newcomers, and we just need we need some we need some fresh fresh blood in there that we can really you know 
welcome in the right way, like Seabass was saying earlier. So you guys were excited about the conference adding teams. I was curious about how other Sunbelt teams felt when they started adding teams. Uh, look, as a Troy fan, I'm 100% on board because we moved to the West. I was all about it, 100% for the move. I've been saying for a long time, I think Southern Misfits in the footprint. I was all for JMU. I was all for Marshall. ODU, I was kind of hesitant on, um, and I'm still kind of am, but um, I, you know, it we helps take the them. baseball program. That yeah, really yeah baseball I mean, that's fair. Had a good that's baseball fair, program. You know. They but, had a kid hit like 500 homers last yeah, year. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> hey, 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 and their 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 fans are gorgeous. We can't we can't talk about that very much, or ESPN will break into this podcast with a with a, with a, with a, with a lot. By with, the way, have you heard about Look at Aaron Judge. Uh, so. <laughs> But no, I mean, I, I think I think we're real. I think we're you know, I think we're super excited. Southern Miss makes a lot of sense uh, for Troy people. Mm-hmm. It's an easy drive. Um, it's a they're very similar schools, um, you know. And I I think um, kind of like Seabass said, you know, if 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 that school mobile wants to make this kind of a a three way deal, um, you know, and 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 I would even be willing if they wanted to put the belt on the line. To whoever had the best record between the three schools, I mean, it, I mean it's not like yeah, exactly. It, it would so. just be an it would just <laughs> yeah. be another school to have it because it's not going to be them, yeah, um, because they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Hey, so I've hesitated to say this the whole podcast, but I'm gonna say it here, okay, Uh-oh. guys, Troy, guys, quit uh, pop quiz here. Oh, Do you gosh. know? What college came Womack, the head coach for South Alabama, went to? Oh, my gosh, no. You're having me look it up now. Dagnabbit. What uh, college did he play tight end for? Was it Southern Miss? It sure was. <laughs> <laughs> he played was. Southern Miss. I was, was. Uh, I was working for the football team back then, and Kane was a – he was a player there then. So, so yeah, he – uh. He's a good guy. I like Kane. Now, I don't like South Alabama, but I do like Kane. Mm-mm. So we'll leave it there. Can you get can you get <laughs> can you guys invest in like your career placement office? Because you need to be putting your alums <laughs> in better situations to be successful. <laughs> hey, look. I mean, they, they y'all sent him to be a GA at Jacksonville State, then he was yeah. a GA at Ole Miss, and now he's working at South Alabama. Like, what is wrong with y'all? Yeah. <laughs> the last thing we need is another quote unquote Southern Miss guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, gosh. Southern Miss guys have a tendency to not do so well here. So I'll take them. But anyway, no, y'all, y'all need to find yourselves a Kentucky coach. <laughs> well, we uh, work we, for we, y'all, we, huh? We had Shannon Dawson as an offensive coordinator. <laughs> we beat Kentucky, and that was the only team we beat with him. So I mean, <laughs> so, I don't yeah. Know what else? Is, you know, well, I'll beat what you know. I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'll say this: We're believers in the one we got now, too. We're we are. We do like Will Hall. Too, so. we, we, he and Will Hall is a Southern Miss guy too, but he's he's doing it the right way. So uh, that that jab was not towards Will Hall. That was to uh, <laughs> some people of the past. Um, and yeah, well, you talked we about some, we've got some of those who will remain unnamed. Also, so. <laughs> we do. We have we have one. Oh my gosh! Anyway, uh, Lane's going to make my blood pressure grow up. So. Okay, it, let's just, you know, the world is perfect. It's the Walgreens world, and Southern Miss wins on Saturday. What will Southern Miss have to do for that to be a possibility? And y'all said, um, there, there are a couple of things that needs to happen. Um, Carlton Marshall needs to get injured. Okay, um, Gunner does not need to enter the game. <laughs> Daggy needs to be on some kind of protocol. Um, John Sumrall <laughs> has to contract COVID. Um, there, there are a He'll good list coaching. of things. Yeah. Um, but uh, I never re- saw this question going this way, Chuck. <laughs> well, I didn't I, really, I you didn't see that? Wow, <laughs> golly! Um, well, I can but, see it. But, but on a on a realistic answer, uh, I, I think that you're going to need to make Gunner um, play a little play a little expeditiously. I really think that's what it is. If you can penetrate the O line and make Gunner scramble, I, I think that yeah. you, yeah, I think you can make him make some questionable throws. 
He's thrown some interceptions this season that's not really characteristic for Gunner. Last season, he had four interceptions on the season, and right now, I think he's sitting at seven or eight. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so it, it's not characteristic for him. So, But if you can get in there and kind of disrupt him, I really think that'll be a game-changer for you guys. Yeah, and, and I mean, on the opposite side, um, Carlton Marshall, Richard Jubinor, and Javon Solomon wake up every single day in their dorm rooms and choose violence. Um, and they, okay. they will get through your offensive line if you let them, and they will turn your quarterback into a scared little girl. Um, and we've okay. we've done that in nearly every game. We almost did it to Jackson Dart, um, you know, who who is protected by a right. by a layer of hair gel from Lane Kiffin. Um, but if you know, if y'all could figure out a way to keep those guys uh, away from your freshman quarterback. Um, but you know wh- how we beat Western Kentucky. They have a young quarterback, a transfer from an FCS school. Um, and when Javon Solomon gets to you, he doesn't just get to you. He gets to you in a bad mood. Um, and, the, mm-hmm. and, and it ended up with him finally surrendering the ball to the ground and giving us the win. Um, so y- your offensive line is going to have a full day's work ahead of it. I would, you know, have him stop at a crystals. Uh, order about seventeen or eighteen chili cheese pups or something, because uh, they're they're going to need the energy. Uh, but but you're, you, that that will be a, a huge thing on the offense. Is can your offensive line keep the Trojans from getting back there and disrupting your quarterback? Yeah, and uh, and I I also will say that uh, just just smart play calling and like on the coach's side, like we've had a couple of games where their time clock management was just terrible. Um, so uh-huh. if you got if you guys are able to you know you know get 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 in our heads a little bit and make us think that we need to do something that we ought not to do, um, there, there's a good possibility there that y'all can y'all can get us to jump off off sides and um, y'all can get y'all can get those extra yards. So uh, yeah, just okay. just 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 smart play calling on on John Summerall's side and our offensive coordinator uh, Craddock. Okay. Well, Will Hall listens to this podcast, so I'm sure he's taking notes right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Will, we'll do nothing. Don't, don't listen to anything we said. Keep doing <laughs> yeah. what you're doing, Keep and you're going to be that. just fine. He's a regular <laughs> listener. He's a regular listener, right? He calls me in late at least twice a week. Didn't know y'all are on a first name basis. Yeah, Will. Where there's a will, there's a way. That's a shirt. Um. All right, well, two more questions, and we'll kind of wrap up. Uh, so the first one, um, let me find what I did with it. Uh, are there, kind of going off of what y'all were just talking about, are there any Southern Miss players that y'all are concerned about, like Zach Wilkie or Frank Gore, or that you think that maybe your defense or offense won't be able to handle? Nope. Next question. Oh, gosh. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. That what I expect. Let the, let, the, let, the, let the elder statesman step in here. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, look, Frank, Frank Gore is, is a, a generational athlete for a Sunbelt program. Yep. You know, um, you're not going to have a lot of guys like him, no matter how long you root for Southern Miss. Just like Troy's not going to, we, we won't have another Jordan Chun for a long time. You know, um, he can do a lot of different things. Um, you know, and so the Troy defense has got to be prepared for him. And I think in a way, be prepared for the fact that you can't be prepared for him. Um, he can go out there and run you to death. He can also go out there and make short to medium range passes, um, that, that, that hurts you. Um, so. You know, he is the guy, if there's one guy that I was telling the Troy defense, this is the dude you have to worry about. It's Frank Gore. Um, he also, you know, it, this is just being old school, I guess. But there's something to be said for being the coach's kid. Um, you know, and I think that applies to being a, being a player's kid. You know, he's, he's had mm-hmm. discipline and instruction in this game his whole life. Um, so you're right. not, he's not going to make dumb decisions. Um, he's, you know, he's been, he's been taught exactly how to handle every situation he comes up against. Um, he's a fantastic athlete. We will not shut him down. Nobody will all season. The question is, can we keep him at a manageable, a manageable, non-lethal level? Um, but he's the guy that, that Troy's defense has to be worried about. And you know, the thing about Frank Gore, and this really has nothing to do with necessarily success on the 
in the game itself. He's a great dude. Like I always mm-hmm. like telling Very humble. Cases, when a person is a good play, like a good person, you right. know, uh, he's the type of guy. So I got a little four year old boy. Okay. He's the type of guy. He knows Mason by first name. He knows my kid by first name. Goes and finds, like, seeks him out. We do this eagle walk at, at home every game where the players go through and people, you know, high five them and all that stuff. He seeks out Mason every eagle walk and takes a picture with him. Like, he's just a great person, you know? That's awesome. That's awesome. A lot of college kids, I feel like, aren't, wouldn't be like that, you know? So, You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. Y'all have got a great one, man. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Well, uh, my last question, I guess, is uh, are y'all interested in a little friendly wager? Oh, my gosh. As long as the steak's not on the line, I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear, you, uh, I hear the, the, some steaks are owed on that end. Look, somebody wagered, you know, that we were going to be more of a, an, a rushing offense by the end of the season than we are a passing offense. And the uh, the linear trajectory of our offensive scheme is currently moving in that direction. So at the end oh, of the nice. season, we might be more pass heavy or rush heavy than we are pass heavy, which I'm not looking forward to. Um, so I, a steak dinner is on the line. Right oh, now, I, I think you're safe. Uh, I'm safe. I'm safe for right now. But if you get if you line. if you remove that one Alabama A and M game because it is a mega outlier, it's a little more obvious. Oh, I got you. Seabass yeah, made a it, whole that, graph. Got, I did. That, <laughs> I did. That game, that one game, we had like 464 yards in the air. Like, if oh, you just, wow. yeah, it was a real outlier. But if you get Maybe rid I of that. I should have looked at that, Chuck, before we did our episode previous game. Because I definitely yeah. said, hey, man, look, they've lit it up passing. We're going to have to stop the pass first. Yeah, you, you, fell for the, you fell for the propaganda, Lane. <laughs> Thank God Will Hall listens to this podcast. Exactly. Yeah, he knows better, yeah. Now he knows what to do. I just I just so looked forward. at it and thought to myself, oh wow, they're still slinging it around. Okay. <laughs> so from what I understand the 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 object would be if y'all win, um we would play uh, some ridiculous fan song that you sent us, and by J Mass. Okay, yeah. and, and this was all Chuck, by the way. And and, and when we our listeners, when we win, um, you will play what might be the in the top five worst songs of all time. Uh, Rebuild the wall by Populous. So explain that to me. Did y'all tear down a wall or something over there? Uh, (laughs) Larry Larry Blakeney did with the last few years of his coaching administration. Uh, And then uh, Neil Brown, who was our coach that kind of brought us back, um, his saying was rebuild the wall. Uh, And we have a pop music choir on campus. And so they decided (laughs) to write uh, this uh, kind of opus called Rebuild the Wall. Um, and, and I mean, I think for your listeners to have to listen to that, uh, the Geneva convention might get involved, but I, I mean, <laughs> I mean I, I, the UN will be calling Yeah, us. I can't speak for all the Troy boys. I'm willing to take it. What do you think, Bass? You take the bet. I, I'm here for it because I know that you're going to get to listen to rebuild the wall here at this point next week. Oh, God. So I'm 100% <laughs> okay. here for okay. it. We will play Rebuild the Wall at the end of our episode next week if Troy wins. And y'all play uh, the J-Mass song at the end of your episode or if we I win. forgot about the J-Mass song. That How song you forget about the J-Mass song? The yeah. <laughs> they were too, like, Chuck's in it. And I was like, what is it? Oh, yeah. I yeah, this song. It was, yeah. It was two former players at Southern Miss right. who came together and wrote a rap song about Southern Miss. Southern Miss no fans way. probably remember it. They played at the stadium. Like 2010. Like yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. played at the stadium for like three or four years afterwards. So well, I, it was, I think I totally forgot about it. I think it. we're in agreement, boys. So I, th- I think we're good to go. All mm-hmm. right. All right. Lane, you work. good with it? Paige, yeah, good with I mean, it? I, I, yeah. Okay. I'm good with it. Awesome. Well, uh, Troy Boys, Joe, Seabass, Bird, thank y'all so much for coming on the show. We uh, had an absolute blast with y'all, and uh, we hope we get to watch some games with y'all. In the future, um, I do want to. Uh, two fun nights. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. Had a blast we, with you guys. 
This has We've been had crazy a lot cool. of fun. Couple nights, yeah. past few days. I I kind of want to meet up with you guys now and go. Absolutely. When we're all getting together we'll for a game or something, we'll have to hit each other up and go sit together or something. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah. Um, real quick, I do want to um acknowledge something y'all said on your show, and you know, at the end of the day, it, it's all fun and games. Um, but we're all human. We all have things going on. So I do want to um say that we are praying for the Troy family and Antoine Barker, who's a football player from Troy. Um, a couple of years ago, but he passed away from cancer. So our thoughts and prayers are with y'all thank you, man. and with his family. Thank you. Thank, you, and, thank um, you. At the end of the day, it's all about love. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Well, Lane, any last comments or, or Troy boys? Oh, man, any last just, comments? I've had some fun with you guys, man. Looking forward to meeting y'all in person at a game soon or, or whatever, go out to eat before a game or something like that. Looking forward for to sure. It. Absolutely, yep. we're Absolutely. gonna we're gonna guys. tear Hattiesburg up next year. We're all we're gonna, we will. We're, <laughs> we're, gonna, yeah! we're gonna get in Friday. We're gonna get in Friday at lunch. You guys are gonna have to take half a day off work, and we're just we're we'll, gonna make we trouble. Will. I'm gonna have to become a, a subscriber to the Troy Boys podcast. You're welcome. You're welcome. Like, rate, subscribe. <laughs> Y'all go listen to Troy Boys. I'm telling you, you'll get a kick out of their uh, their show. Um, They've got great sense of humor, great love for football. Um, so check them out, subscribe, like, hug, all the, all that, all that. <laughs> um, so I guess until next time, uh, we'll see y'all Saturday. Go Eagles. And as always, Southern Miss to, to the, the top. top. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Everyday Eagles podcast. For Southern Miss fans, by Southern Miss fans. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit EverydayEaglesPodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Everyday Eagles Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on the Everyday Eagles Podcast. <laughs>